0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Right, let's talk some English Premier League football. Let's head to the UK. Manchester City football commentator Andy Buckley joins us. Morning to you, Andy. Welcome. Thank you. Good morning.
1: Yeah, welcome. How are you?
0: Very good, thank you. Right, Manchester United, are they going to choke? Are they going to hand the fourth spot in the English Premier League, Champions League spot to their arch rival Liverpool?
1: Uh, Well they're making a pretty good fist of it aren't they? Um, Who would have thought a few weeks ago that United wouldn't uh, claim a Champions League spot but uh, it's a possibility. I still think it's a remote possibility and I still fancy United to sneak over the line. Most of their games are at home and uh, they're better off at home than they are away where they've been appalling as they showed at Brighton and at West Ham in the last uh, few days. Uh, So they're a point clear in Liverpool, they've got a game in hand, and I just think they'll uh, stagger over the finishing line, and uh, it's been a great finish to the season for Liverpool, but uh, I think for your boys it might have to be the Europa League, I'm afraid.
0: Okay, well I'll ask you the question about Newcastle United, I mean they're a game behind Liverpool, they're only three points ahead of Liverpool, I mean do they have the pedigree, do they have the history to suggest that they won't falter
1: no, they don't have the uh, pedigree or the history. Certainly, uh, so they could choke. They've choked before, of course, famously when Kevin Keegan was the manager and they were on the way to uh, the uh, league title. I think they were eleven points clear. What was it? we're going back almost thirty years, aren't we? And uh, mm. uh, they folded dramatically. So there will be uh, those on Tyneside looking nervously over their shoulders. But again, um, the, the, the three points ahead. So. Uh, they're probably more of a realistic opportunity for Liverpool to catch, I would have thought, than United. Mm. Uh, but uh, fair play to Liverpool. Um, they've given it a, a decent go in the final few weeks of this season. And uh, it, it, what looked to be a foregone conclusion in terms of the top four uh, is far from it. Yeah, look, I think the very
0: last game between Manchester United and Manchester City is going to be a final on so many fronts uh, for both teams with an impact for so many other teams, including both Manchester United and Liverpool, the whole lot. Look, you would have taken plenty of interest in the Newcastle-Arsenal game, Arsenal winning that by two goals. So, now what did you make of their performance?
1: Um, I thought Arsenal did well, actually, after, what, four games without winning to come back. And I think a lot of City fans thought, oh, there's a good chance Newcastle will uh, get something against Arsenal and it wasn't to be even a draw. Uh, so, an accomplished performance from Arsenal. Uh, got the lucky break in some respects with the penalty that was overturned early on. A big debate over whether that should have been a penalty or not. Uh, and the, uh, I suppose the lack of clarity around the handball rule was illustrated there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Arsenal, uh, no wonder their fans were celebrated in style at the end. Up in the gods. I've been there myself at uh, St James's Park. You're a long, long way from the pitch. You feel as though you're uh, from uh, in a plane. You're that high in the in the sky. Uh, dreadful view, really, to be put so far back for visiting supporters. But uh, it would have been a a, a a happy journey back down the A1 to uh, North London for mm-hmm. for the for the, for the Gooners, uh, after that win at Newcastle.
0: Okay, let's talk about the games that are going to take place today. um, Tomorrow morning, New Zealand time. Tonight, your time in the UK, because there is just so much weight on all of these for different reasons, and that is survival in the English Premier League. So we've got Fulham taking on Leicester City, who currently sit very much in relegation zone. We've got Brighton taking on Everton, who are in the bottom three, and then Nottingham Forest, who are in the bottom three, taking on the bottom of the table, Southampton. Um, Boy, if there is a chance to climb your way out of relegation... It's the it's this three games for the likes of Everton, Nottingham Forest, and Leicester.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, Nottingham Forest if they can see off Southampton, uh, who look they're not quite doomed. But uh, if Southampton were to win, they'd give themselves a glimmer of hope. But Forest, with another three points, can really. Uh, put a marker down. Um, Leeds, I went to the Man City Leeds game on Saturday and you could see what Sam Allardyce, the new manager, was trying to do in terms of shore up the defence. And it worked to a large extent. Uh, It was a predictable outcome, but I I think he's going to tighten up Leeds. They're not going to be spectacular, but as long as they're safe, I suppose, that's the the aim for him to try and uh, uh, preserve their Premier League status. So, uh, yeah, big games for, for Leicester and, and Everton as well. Um, it's hard. With one point separating Everton in 19th and Leicester in 16th, what, there's, uh two to go. It just assume Southampton are down. You're thinking two from Leicester, Leeds, Forest and Everton. Um, I don't know. I've got a sneaking feeling Everton are just going to grab something from somewhere and just survive. But Uh, They've got to get something uh, today because um, the next game is against Manchester City next Sunday afternoon, uh, English time. So, uh, uh, you'd have thought that they've got to do something uh, at Brighton. But Brighton uh, is an awful place to go. I think Fulham have just faded a bit. And I think Leicester could get something there, maybe a draw. But um, is a point enough at this stage of the season? Uh, Leicester might think that they can just... uh, that little bit higher in the table but yeah this is a fascinating uh, race to avoid the drop
0: you mentioned um, sam allardyce there he's come out and made some comments saying look i should be included or i think i know football as well as pep guardiolo as well as jürgen klopp um, these guys are not better than me they're not you know they don't know anything more than me how have those comments been received
1: uh with laughter um and uh I think at the point he's trying to make is I'm a better manager than uh, than people make me out to be because he's kind of seen as, you know, Feynman Sam, the fact he'll go in and do a firefighting job and rescue a club. But I don't think his uh, ambitions beyond that in terms of, uh, well, he did get the England job famously, didn't he? And then and then blundered, uh, a mishap there, lost the England job. Did well at Bolton Wanderers uh, a couple of decades ago. Very good. So he, 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 I just think that he's he's one of those managers who's, you know, and, and Roy Hodgson probably uh, disproved this, but I think Sam's a little bit dated now. I think he's sort of got of a different era and he's certainly not in the same category as Jurgen Klopp and uh, Pep Guardiola. I just don't know where he got that one from at all because uh, he'd get derided for... for way well, he has been derided for that, for, for the way that he uh, played. I think as much as anything, it was done to deflect attention away from his players. In other mm. words, put the headlines on me. It's a, It was an Alex Ferguson type tactic, wasn't it? Put the attention on me and then the focus is less on his players he made a change he brought uh, Robles into gold rather than Meslier who'd had a nightmare in the last few weeks uh, and they were, it was unspectacular uh, on Saturday against uh, Manchester City but if Leeds can grind out enough points in what remains of the season then uh, then I suppose it'll that half a million pounds that they paid um, Sam Allardyce to come in and manage for four games I mean, if you we said to you, what well, do you want to do uh, four games for half a million pounds?" It's just it's a symptom, I suppose, of the silly money that's involved in football these days. Isn't
0: there a three million bonus too if they stay up?
1: Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah, so uh, that 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 is the the uh, uh, another incentive for him. Yeah, ridiculous. Today, I'm off to Burnley. I want when I put the deaf phone down with you, I'm off to Burnley to cover for radio. Burnley against Cardiff. Uh, at Turf Moor. Burnley will receive the uh, championship trophy at the conclusion of the game. Uh, Big party planned, open top top bus parade tomorrow at Burnley, one year out of the top flight and then uh, they uh, start the the task of uh, trying to stay in the premiership next season. Of course, they did it so successfully under Sean Dyche all those years. Uh, and now they've got Vincent Company who yesterday agreed a five-year contract. And people are saying, oh, that's fended off interest from uh, the likes of Chelsea and Tottenham. Uh, but I don't think it does really. I think it's a statement of intent towards Burnley. But let's face it, if Manchester City come calling in the summer, Pep Guardiola, just imagine this a Liverpool fan's worst nightmare. Just imagine Pep Guardiola wins the treble which could happen in the next six weeks, it could happen, uh, and Guardiola and some City fans are expecting him to do it, he'd turn around and say, well, how can I beat that? And he's off. He's gone. Uh, he stayed far longer than we expected. Then, who will be the next Manchester City manager? And uh, surprise, surprise, Vincent Company would be on that shortlist. So, a five-year contract's uh, on paper, very lucrative until 2028, but uh, there is a, a sort of an asterisk next to it because you think, well, own um, brackets. Uh, if a better job comes, not a better job, but a much better job, one of the top jobs in world football comes up, then he will be off. So, uh, all fascinating stuff uh, which we enjoy uh, talking about. Of course, uh, we and through what will be a very short close season. I mean, the football fixtures come out four days after the Champions League final, which is on June the 10th. Uh, which is ridiculous really but I suppose that's modern football it's just a a 12 month almost a 12 month of the year uh, operation
0: Andy Buckley Football commentator is my guest on the programme. Andy, you talked about Manchester City, the treble that could happen in the next six weeks. Of course, plenty of interest in two days' time when they do take on Real Madrid in the first leg of the UEFA League semi-finals. Uh, I'd imagine that Manchester City feeling pretty confident. I think most people probably think that Manchester City should see Real off, but then Real have been written off a lot in the last two years, only to have won it.
1: Correct, yeah. They've got history on the side. Uh, They've got the... uh, Trophies uh, to back it up as well. Uh, But I think one advantage for City compared to the two other times that Rail have knocked City out in the knockout stages is that City are away first and uh, they've got the second leg to come at the Etihad a week on Wednesday. Uh, I'm lucky enough to have got a ticket for that match. I'll be there. I can't go to Madrid. There's a lot of my mates who are flying out to Madrid today. It's a bank holiday in England. Flying out to Madrid today to uh escape the uh may rain it's another grotty day in manchester uh and uh to watch city at the burnabout and uh yeah i i think uh we've got a very good chance of uh getting to the final and already there's a clamor i know you shouldn't tempt fate but already people are saying any chance of a ticket for the final and that that comment doesn't just apply to istanbul on june the 10th Uh, it also applies to Wembley for the FA Cup final against Manchester United, which you alluded to earlier, which is an absolute tantalising fixture, really, in terms of... uh, You know, they always say, don't they, the FA Cup final is the showpiece occasion, the glamorous end to the English Football League season. And I think if you... uh, um, on the football associations, you'll think, well, we had Merseyside derbies, didn't we, in the eighties with Liverpool and Everton, uh, which were, which did, I thought, stood them apart from other FA Cup finals because it was this special day for Merseyside football and for English football. And now with for Manchester and for English football, I just think it's going to be a glittering occasion, uh, and City against United.
0: If it comes down to a penalty, does Gundogan take it or do they give it to Erling Harling or does Harling just take the penalty and do as he's told? <laughs> and if people are know, yeah, well, uh, that was in reference to Manchester City uh, versus Leeds. Gundogan had scored two, and Harlan said, well, look, here's your hat-trick and of course he steps up, misses the penalty, Rodrigo scores and suddenly it's 2-1 and got a little bit squeaky.
1: Yeah, yeah, he said it was business and uh, at 2-0 he shouldn't have done it and he visibly remonstrated uh, with a pair of them as soon as uh, he'd missed the penalty. But I think he'd calmed down a bit afterwards, Guardiola. And uh, he's been lavishing praise on uh, Gundogan in the last few hours, saying what a complete player he is. And There's renewed speculation that he might go to Barcelona in the summer. They've offered him a two-year contract. City, apparently, have offered him a one-year contract because he's getting to the twilight of his career. And if he goes, he goes with the blessing of the City fans. He was Guardiola's first signing. Uh, back in, what was it, 2016. Uh, underrated, unheralded, uh, does a job. Scored those two goals against Villa on the last day of last season to win the title for City. Always there. One of the nicest blokes. I've interviewed him a few times. One of the nicest men. Obliging footballers you could ever wish to meet. And uh, got an awful lot of time for him as a footballer and as a person. Uh, but uh, yeah, you're right. He got it uh, a little bit of a... Uh, a blast from uh, Pep when he, he took that. But he hit the post. He's got a good record. I think he scored a penalty, didn't he, for Dortmund against Bayern Munich, was it, in the Champions League final at Wembley in about 2011 or something like that. So, he's got a good record from the spot. Haaland's got an exceptional record. Uh, Mahrez has missed quite a few as well. Uh, and, um, yeah, it, it, it's kind of, these are heady times for Manchester City fans, which might seem a bit ridiculous for a team that's going through its fifth title in six seasons, but That kind of uh, prospect of the treble, the holy grail. Well, it's not unprecedented. Manchester United did it in nineteen ninety nine. But I really, I think, if you win the treble, you're seen as. uh, a team of a, an era, one of the the greatest team of that era, and I don't think they're that far off at the moment.
0: Mm. OK, let's just quickly look at possibility of murmurings within the transfer market. There's been talk around Jude Bellingham originally with Liverpool, then possibly Manchester City. It's looking like he might end up ultimately at Real Madrid, but Liverpool very hot for Alexis McAllister out of Brighton. Uh, how strong are those rumours
1: Yeah, um, yeah, Brighton is sort of issuing a hands-off warning, saying he's not going. I think he's going to have his pick of the clubs. Great player. I think he'd look good in Liverpool's midfield. You've had players who uh, 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 Liverpool have signed and you think, oh yeah, they're going to provide the next generation of midfield talent and it's not quite worked out for Liverpool. So, McAllister to Liverpool does make sense to me, but... uh, the papers at the moment are just full of speculation. They always are, I suppose. Um, and uh, he's going to have the pick of where he wants to go. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if he went to Liverpool. Wouldn't be surprised.
0: Mm. And what are just some of the other rumours that are circulating at the moment? I mean, imagine Newcastle, they're going to have some money to spend. I don't think they want a revolution. I think they probably just want an evolution.
1: Yeah, Newcastle, I think, will... Uh, will Well, they're all going to strengthen, aren't they? I think... Um, Uh, in terms of Manchester United you know does De Gea stay or go that's do Manchester United need a new goalkeeper Uh, who do they get if they do uh, after De Gea's uh, latest slip up having said that I think De Gea made some exceptional saves against Brighton in the FA Cup semi-final and he's a good uh, shot stopper although it wouldn't have seemed that way at at, uh, West Ham uh, on Sunday but uh, you you know whether Manchester United get a new goalkeeper United are going to have to Uh, Make wholesale changes because, uh, and Ten Hag knows that, and I think that's going to be the key test. It didn't take much really for Ten Hag to turn United round after what Solskjaer did there, made a complete and utter mess of it, uh, as have various managers uh, since Sir Alex Ferguson retired ten years ago. But uh, it's going to be interesting. You know, they bought Jadon Sancho, didn't they, for an awful lot of money, and it's not worked out for Sancho. so they're going to have to spend big United again. And yet they've got this cloud hanging over them in terms of the ownership because that's still not been resolved. You know, all United fans, after they lose to West Ham, are blaming the Glazers. And you think, well, you can't can't blame the Glazers for everything just because you've lost. Um, they've backed the managers with, with an awful lot of funds. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's going to be fascinating. I think Manchester City will be... Will be strengthening as well in in the uh, close season. Um, probably need a left back. I think Nathan Aki's done brilliantly as a left back uh, since um, uh, you, you know the the, the, the loss of at the end of last season. Arsenal will be looking to strengthen as well. Um, so, and, and that that merry-go-round of the transfers is what makes it all so captivating.
0: You talked about goalkeepers. So I would. Pick up Keevan Kelleher, the reserve goalkeeper from Liverpool. Every time he's played for Liverpool, that man is superb. I, I, I can understand why he wants more game time.
1: Yeah, no, that's it, isn't it? The number two goalkeeper. Are you gonna? Are you happy just to um, uh, sit on the bench? I mean, Manchester City have got Scott Carson, who earns a million and a half pounds a season, and he is third or fourth choice. And the only reason he is there, and they give him the I think he's played two games. Uh, The only reason he is there is because the players like him. He's a great kind of pick-me-up in the dressing room. He's a great uh, character to have around. And that's why Guardiola just wants him there, not to play in goal. You know, the City have got Ortega and they've got Edison. Uh, and, and, And he's there earning a million and a half pounds a year just to be there, just as a sort of like, not clowning around as such, but just because he's a lovable, likeable character. Um, so, yeah, but the, the story of number two goalkeepers um, is, uh, uh, you know, there's, a, there's an awful lot of them who are quite happy probably to pick up a decent wage to act as a substitute. It depends really what kind of ambitions you've got in terms of your playing career. Do you think I would want to win some silverware or am I happy to be a number two at a certain club? Um well yeah, you're right about Liverpool Keller has done well
0: hmm okay Andy we might leave it there good luck with um good luck with your call this afternoon of the championship and um yeah it'd be it it, it would yeah um I look forward can we tune in somehow how do we listen to your dulcet tones
1: uh well it's the radio station's national commercial radio in England, so it's talk sport talk sport um, okay sport. yeah talk sport so uh, t- three o'clock kickoff uh, and there's no uh, there's a there's no Premier League game, is at uh, three o'clock our time today uh, which is what how far oh, that's another five hours off so the spotlight is very much on the, the championship but of course the team's going up Sheffield United and uh, Burnley already decided and then we've got the lottery of the playoffs to come so you could have Luton town you could have Coventry City playing in the Premier League next season and obviously there's that golden jackpot of uh, of, 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 of What is it? They're talking about £100 million if you get into the Premier League. So the playoffs are going to be fascinating over the next
0: couple. I always remember Coventry winning the FA Cup, I think, in 1983,
1: was it? 87, Coventry. Was it 87? I thought it was earlier than that, was it? Yeah. Coventry,
0: 87. Okay, I thought it went back earlier than that.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, Yeah, no, great win. Great win. Yeah, Mm. great days.
0: Okay, Andy, look, all the very best for that call this afternoon. Thank you for your time.
1: Thank you. Cheers. All the best, Mark. Bye-bye.